So we see in modern day sporting contests that the side that loses sometimes isn't very happy and some things are thrown. There may be some fist fights, some curse words, and this seems like very barbaric and unacceptable. But if we look at history, we can find uh, some amazing things of what used to be done to the enemy. So uh, quite frequently after an enemy was beat, now we have rules of law, right? The United Nations or rules of warfare and, and how to humanely treat prisoners. So what? Uh, that didn't apply back in the day and what used to be quite frequently done was that all of the the men that were uh, that had already given up and laid down their arms they were brutally viciously slaughtered and and sometimes in in very uh, barbaric and painful ways the women and children sometimes they were also slaughtered sometimes they were enslaved depending on who it was and further the land uh, the the city the town was completely uh, destroyed and further uh, steps were taken to make sure that the ground could never again or not never again but for a long time couldn't yield any crop so that goodness forbid that uh, uh, some somebody would go back there right and, and resettle and, and restart life and uh, <laughs> so we see it's a, li a little bit more harsh than than, than uh, what happens nowadays frequently so first of all uh, let's let's discuss that. And, and another interesting phenomena there is that uh, uh, we would think that these were uh, uh, wicked, uh, barbaric uh, uh, people that did this, that had no such uh, uh, no notions of, of love and fraternity and family and uh, children and anything like that. But that's that's of course not the case at all. And these were uh, after after this was done and the enemy was brutally uh, uh, vanquished and destroyed. The soldiers would go back and celebrate and congratulate each other, maybe have a big feast, a big bonfire, go back to their families, to their wives and children with uh, with a parade and uh, taking all their slaves, right? It's not at all that, that we think, right? We're always shocked uh, at um, that people that do perpetrate awful crimes, especially in a, in, in a large-scale kind of context because individuals yeah they, they they're strange right serial killers we can tell right away there's something off with the person but people that do things in a kind of state setting for example lots of people are shocked to see that they're just regular people that look like you and i and act like you and i and they're like uh, how can this be so the answer is it's because they absolutely are like you and i and it's you and i that did all of those things not anybody else not demons with horns it's you and i so the question is how did you how were you and i able to do these things back in the day. So the first thing to understand is that we always act positively in the context that we have. It's not as if some people, Mother Teresa, acts for a good reason and uh, these kinds of people that, that did this to their enemy act for a bad reason. No. Mother Teresa, for example, wanted to help uh, the poor and she that she cared about the poor and uh, the soldiers wanted to win and um, that's what they did in their context. So the, the next question is what enables that kind of brutal, barbaric treatment uh, of others? So the answer here is that we, we only are aware of, of our own being from the inside out. Everybody else comes across as an image to us, as in a video game like in Grand Theft Auto. So consequently, or, or some other shoot 'em up violent video game. So consequently, without special knowledge and training and learning, we, by no stretch of the imagination, do we just automatically think that the images of bodies that we see indicate other people. This is a, a unique human concept that has taken millennia to really spread, and obviously it hasn't at all really spread, it, 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 in truth. It, we've, we've just, uh, at this point, been socialized to treat other people as if they were real, but we're still a long ways off from really truly understanding that other people are real. Meaning, 
what does that even mean that other people are real? Meaning you have only been yourself. You feel your own emotions. You feel your own pain and pleasure. Everybody else you see just as a body, as a wax doll, that has no different qualitatively than a wax doll or a realistic looking robot or something like that. So to see another person as real, what does that mean? So let's say that you, and it has to be you, not we, you or I, we see a, a picture of ourselves from a few weeks ago. So we look at this picture and we say, oh, that's me. Right? And yet we don't feel, let's say, uh, we're eating a meal in that picture. We, don't, we no longer feel uh, the sensations of the meal or we're squirming in, in pain. Maybe we're getting a tooth extracted. We no longer feel, thankfully, that pain and yet we still say, that's me. Why do we say that's me? It's because that picture indicates one's own being. Excuse me, one's own uh, quote-unquote inner uh, existence. We recognize ourselves. But if we switch up the face in that picture and it's a face we don't recognize, then we say, no, that's not me. And you see how it is? It's amazing. So we see uh, uh, our children, for example, our family and friends, and because we've talked with them, hopefully, and, and we've had some interactions with them, we can recognize to some extent that they indicate my, my own self, my own inner being, uh, which is not at all so guaranteed, but obviously by many people. But other people that we haven't talked to, that we haven't spoken to, by no stretch of the imagination do we naturally just understand that they're real. Right? It's like, a, it's like a, a movie set. We're walking around. There's different props. There's different uh, bodies moving around. We, by no stretch of the imagination, just automatically think they're real. So it's the same thing here. Uh, when this used to happen, even now, after thousands of years of these ideas kind of uh, spreading around and, and most people at least having heard the quip, love your neighbor as yourself, even now, we're very, very far from humanity in the, in the true sense. So never mind a few thousand years ago, there was not even the closest idea that these were real people these were these are bodies that it's my job it's my goal like in a video game to slaughter these bodies and that's it it's not it's not even a question enslave the rest of them or kill them even the the women and children what's the question as as awful as it now sounds it's again it's like a video game uh so we say consequently <coughs> excuse me that uh it's absolutely possible for a person to have gone and and, and done that done that uh, and, and to then have gone back to their family and love their wife and children and, and, and all of this, uh, presumably why, because those are men fighting back then probably. Uh, so the question, a question here we can ask is, is it possible, is that real love or not? So we would say that um, <laughs> there's, there, there's, uh, the, the, there's one sort of what we call love, and that's the... the the love that a, a, a person is capable of when they only really truly understand that they are real. When a person it thinks uh, implicitly, right? None of this is, is consciously elaborated on, otherwise it, would be, it wouldn't be as, as kind of uh, primitive as, as it is. But nonetheless, we can say, use the word think. When a person thinks, uh, I am the only real existent one, and, and reality starts and ends with me and specifically with my bodily needs, with my emotional needs, with my self-esteem needs, with my pride as informed by uh, the, the people around me and by my current culture and all of this, that's, that, that, that's all that reality is. That's all that existence is. So the only sort of quote-unquote love that's possible then is the possessive, uh, uh, vain, ego, quote-unquote type, uh, type of love, right? A person is able to think, ah, this person will look good. Uh, it, uh, it'll be a good look for me to, to be around this person. It'll be a good look for me to have successful children. It'll be a good look for me to have this sort of spouse, to have uh, these sorts of friends, to treat my neighbors like this. That's the only thing that's possible because a person, uh, again, only grants reality to their own emotions, to their own personality, to their own very finite, narrow 
uh, interest. So here, uh, it, presumably, that's the kind of love that a few thousand years ago, people like that, that could go and, and uh, utterly destroy uh, 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 somebody else's village and kill the women and children there and, and all of this and, uh, uh, and the enemy after they were disarmed, even though that's a question because that's a time of war. But after the enemy has been taken care of, do, do, do the little children need to be slaughtered? Do the women need to be slaughtered? Does the ground need to be... Uh, made so that the crop can never be had there for for perhaps centuries or at least a long time. No, we would say it's not not necessary for the for the objective for the for the military uh, objective, or or if it is, then then that's a slightly different question because because uh, again we we can use our reason to override our sympathy, right? If a person really truly understands it's my duty to go and, and destroy these people for for the sake of my country, it's a different question. We're talking about an instinctual kind of reaction here as opposed to something that that is specifically thought out like that. But anyhow, that's the kind of love that that was then uh, people were capable of. Uh, and, and we see that obviously extends to the present day and people view their uh, relations and their, their family and friends as uh, in this vain type, uh, e egotistical type of way. Look at the kind of friend I have. Look at the kind of child I have. Excuse me. Look, my child mean honor roll. Look at my spouse. Look at my spouse's beauty or accomplishments or, or, or this or that. Or or even it, it even extends to, to this whole notion of saying you're special because I love you, right? We we say to somebody else, you, you mean something because I love you, right? But as soon as that love is taken away, you don't mean anything. Now you've cheated on me. You don't mean anything. Now you don't support me. You don't mean anything. So we say it's the same kind of thing. The, the reason what our love translates to in this day and age, without a lot of work at least, is that you make me feel the way I want to feel. And as long as you make me feel the way I want to feel, I'll extend my uh, regard toward you. And as soon as that's done, forget about you. And this could, again, even be to our own children. As long as you make me proud, as long as you maybe do well in school, you're a good member of the community, you you go to uh, university or you go to trade school or wh whatever you do, you're my child, it's all good. But now you did something I didn't want. Now you f didn't follow my ideals. You didn't follow my values. Forget about you. I didn't. And the extremes of these kinds of things are, of course, people do kill their children. Uh, and people do kill their spouse and people again not them that that are monsters and diametrically opposed to, to you and I but people just like you and I that's their context it's like again it's like um it's like uh, 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 um, maybe a, a doll or, or a robot right that right now it's making me look good isn't there something with with dolls nowadays that we see in the news absolutely disgusting the same thing it's not a difference for 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 uh, a good deal of people, right? Because it's just an image. It's just the uh, sensations. It's just uh, feelings and, and all of this. So we see that's the kind of quote-unquote love that's possible in that state. So what about the other kind of love? The other kind of love means recognizing just like we see a picture of our own self, of our own face, and we say, yeah, that's me. Because we recognize that as a sign for our own existence, for, for, for reality. We can do the same thing with other people. We can swap out that face that, that we say, yeah, that's me. And we can take, put somebody else's face there and we can say, yeah, that's also me. All right, what's what's the difference? Let's say that I had a, a right now I look at a certain face and I say, no, that's, that's just an object. That's not me at all. But it, it happens nowadays that people get face transplants. If goodness forbid they lose their face. So let's say the person did that and then they goodness forbid lost their face. They got a face transplant from the person that they, they said, oh, that's not me. I hate that person. I'm going to kill them. Now they look in the mirror. They see the face of that person. Now they do say it's me. Right? <laughs> or imagine conversely, if everybody in the world had the same exact face. If everybody was a clone, 
It also would be very difficult to, to hate anybody. It would also be very difficult to not see oneself in anybody else, at least initially until people got used to it, right? So it's that we're so superficial in our thinking that we see some a face that looks different from our own or that we don't recognize, oh, yeah, you're my child. Oh, yeah, you're my spouse. Oh, yeah, you're my neighbor or friend. A little bit different, right? Oh, yeah, I don't know you. Uh, I've never met you before, and that's it. You're not me. You're not the self. You're somebody else. You're something else. You're just like a rock. You're just like a tree. You're just like a car. You're just uh, an object that that, that, that I, maybe if you're useful to me, you'll make me feel good. You'll do something for me. Okay, I'll mess with you. If not, forget about you. So that's our current mentality. But again, we can grow out of that and begin to, to see every face, uh, everybody as that of our own, as indicating reality. And in that case, we can have real love, right? But we see that it wouldn't be limited then to only uh, those that we have a special kind of relation with those again in our family in our community it would it, it would be universal but it wouldn't mean the fake type of universal that we say oh because we're all human beings we all love each other humanity is kind of garbage we're not all human beings not even close most of us are complete and total animals that are that are vicious and brutal and, and if, if given the chance would do awful things so we can't love anybody on the basis of their humanity or on the basis of their development, or on the basis of their, their opinions and preferences, right? This is really nauseating, to be honest, this kind of worship of, of humanity, right? Ooh, look at this person's story. Look at, oh, this person had a rough time. Look at the, the people of the streets. They're this. Look at this very interesting, you know, dress or suit that a person wears, this haircut, not this garbage, right? We, we're not talking about any of that at all. We mean in a hard sense. It is the fact that, again, if we look at a picture of ourselves from a few weeks ago, we say, that's me. No questions asked. It indicates, but it's not. It's a picture, but it indicates my own reality, my own existence, which is the only thing that I know. So it is a fact that if we swap out that face with somebody else's face, and as much as the person is still living, the body is still living, it does indicate the same thing. So we do have to have, if we recognize that, a base degree of love for that person, for, for that expression of, of, of reality. It's just a, just how it is. Even if it's the worst one ever, at a, to a certain point, we still recognize that's me. That indicates myself. Okay. All right. Now, it's, uh, certain expressions of me are better and certain ones are worse. Uh, it's a, somebody who, who who's on an animal level and, and is, is, no, uh, is no fun. Right, that's that's not what we're after, but we still give them love. We still we still give them a base degree of love. We're still not gonna, uh, uh, after beating a, an enemy in a time of war, kill the women and children and destroy the land. It's not that serious, right? Like we 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 fought, okay. Now we 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 hope that that you uh, come back in in a, in a, shortly, and you'll you'll be better next time, or. Uh, right, <laughs> it's the same. If we understand this, we can do our duty. We can fight as as hard as we want. But after that, right after after the battle's done, we're friends. It's all good. There's even been times like that historically where uh, during the day two sides fought. At night they they hung out and they had dinner together and, and drank and all this. And then they went back and in the morning they try to kill each other again. So <laughs> it sounds bizarre, right? But it's possible. We see this in in modern day sports, right? That that while the competition is on, you, you try to kill the the other. Hopefully not literally, but in a soccer game, in a in a football game, whatever it may be, you try to destroy the other side. But after that, you don't have to keep the beef up, right? You don't have to make it personal. Like you did what you had to do. I did what I had to do. Now we can be friends. Now we can go out and eat and and do whatever. It's not. It, 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 it's no problem. So it's the same thing. If we really understand, if we really attain to humanity, and we take every face and body that we see as a sign for our own self. 
It doesn't mean that we become soft. It doesn't mean that we don't fight. It doesn't mean that we have this lovey-dovey nonsense uh, worship of humanity, which is disgusting. It simply means that we're, re we're realistic, right? We do what we have to do, but we know it's not that serious at the end of the day, meaning it's not that we then have to go, oh, you fought against me? Like, I'm, I'm going to make sure you can never grow crops in your, uh, in your backyard for the next 150 years. I'm going to destroy your home and your other home, right? Like... You do the minimum of what you have to do to, to, to fulfill your duties, to, to fight for, for your given interest, and, and then it's all good, right? There's no, no permanent beef. So we say that we're, we're still a, a ways away from that kind of mentality. We still only recognize our own self, um, our own face, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, faces that, that are close to us while they're serving our interest, while our children are stroking our vanity, while our spouse is stroking our vanity, and same thing with our friends and other associates. We deal with them, we tolerate them, we might even say we love them, we have affection for them. Once they don't, forget about them. Right? It's all it, we're, we're stuck in our own little vanity, in our own little ego, in our own little petty uh, interest, the perceived interest. So we want to get out of that. We want to be able to have true, universal love, but again, not the soft kind, not the the, the disgusting kind of uh, idolizing uh, people are saying that people are something they're not. Oh, this, this person here is so kind. They, you don't understand the kindness they did. They, they stopped. And, no, none of that garbage. We're not anywhere where we need to be. Neither you nor I, or at least not I. Maybe you are. Who knows? But we're not anywhere where we need to be. So none of this nonsense. We're so great. We're not great at all. We're, we're, we're garbage right now. But nonetheless, we, if we stick to reality, we will still have quote-unquote universal love for quote-unquote everybody all right meaning we're going to recognize their reality so we can think about it thank you for listening